I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Yep, me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about obsession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Sometimes plenty of Sometimes you those. get obsessed, man. Sometimes you get obsessed. Sometimes you think a team is what it is, and then it's not. Sometimes mm. you fall behind even farther in your... Flip them and pick them standings. I don't know. Mm. Things happen. Week 11 is in the book, and we are here to talk about the NFL and why Skiff is beating my ass and flip them, pick them. I am kind of whooping that ass. Well, you're up um, by six, but you've been down by like five before. So this is a big turnaround. That's true. And Oh, yeah. You're looking at your analog sheet. I was just looking at my I am looking at my analog. I'm looking at my analog sheet. <laughs> I looked to – there was only one, like, kind of disagreement that we ha- – I, I put an asterisk oh, next yeah. to the Browns-Steelers game because I mm-hmm. thought you were wrong to pick the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out you were right. We'll get to that game. But, <laughs> you uh, know what? When I went through it, I was like, did I pick the Browns? <laughs> that's that's uh, such a weird – That was a weird game. That, I mean, the AFC North is so strange this year, right? It's... We all anointed Kenny Pickett, man. Should we just start? Should we get into it? Want to get get right to the games? Let's do it because yeah, man. yeah, it's a lot, lot just, a lot to dig into here, man. Obviously, we start with Thursday night football: Baltimore Ravens beat the oh, Cincinnati man. Bengals thirty-four to twenty. The real story here is obviously the subject of of our emergency pod that we put out on Sunday. Uh, that Joe is going to here. Emergency pod. That, that was for the emergency pod, not for the Joe yeah. Burrow injury. No. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah, so Joe Burrow's done for the year, obviously. Um, it's a shame he, he he injured. I guess he injured his wrist on the on the sack prior to the next play, where because mm. he, he you know he throws the touchdown pass. It was a go ahead touchdown pass, so they were totally in this game. Um, yeah. And he doubles over in pain. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously I think we mentioned in the emergency pod that they're, they're the NFL is investigating whether Joe Burrow had an injury before the game. I don't know. To me, I guess yeah, it's bullshit. I, There's no way to, so what, you know, every, if they have to put every single tweak and, and kink that everybody has, uh, leading into a game, then the injury report to be 30 people long every week. The you. reality is this: if uh, if a player practices in full, yeah. um, you don't really have to list him as questionable on the injury report. It's so, not questionable. So 
even if he has, I mean, everybody's kind of injured at this point. In yeah, the season. exactly. You know it's what a I mean? bunch so, of nothing, man. It's just it's for the people to feel like they have control that lost money on bets. Y'all sure. shut the fuck down. Don't bet if you're not willing to lose the money. <laughs> That's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah, it is what it is. It's um, it's obviously a huge blow to the Bengals who dropped the five. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Ravens also lost um, mm. uh, Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews. Yeah. key part of their team. There's going to be yeah. a huge conversation around this hip drop tackle. I have more to say about that later. Okay. Um, but, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, he's just came out and handled his business. He threw two touchdown passes. Gus Edwards had a nice day. He was running angry. He had two rushing touchdowns. He suddenly seems like a real – you know, the, the Ravens' backfield has always been something that has been difficult to trust. And currently, it's at least for the last couple of weeks, it feels like Gus Edwards is the answer. Yeah, he seems like he comes from a quality college. He, I'm guessing that he probably comes from the U. <laughs> oh, whoa, where'd this come from? <laughs> this is, this is, the U popped up out of nowhere, man. <laughs> you just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this was, you know, this was typical AFC North football. Two teams just beating yeah. the shit out of each other. Uh, and the Bengals came out on the wrong side of it, obviously. Yeah. And I think their playoff chances are pretty much done. Pretty much done. They're going to have no to more hiding Zach Taylor. No <laughs> more hiding Zach Taylor because now we got to roll with Jake Browning as the as the uh, as the starting quarterback. I don't know a lot about Jake Browning. I haven't seen him that much. I do know that he went to uh, he he was pretty good in college. Played for Washington University. Um, got some some Heisman Trophy uh, votes back in the day. Um, but as far as I know, he's just always been a backup, right? Has he ever really yeah. been a starting quarterback? I don't know. Uh, not as far as I know. Uh, I don't know that much about him. I think the Bengals are probably cooked, sadly. Um, yeah. Ah, well. <laughs> I also, we picked them to win the division, so that sucks. I want to say in defense of um, – there's there's been a lot of hate towards Bengals – uh, linebacker Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson is the one who who tackled uh, Mark Andrews, injured mm-hmm. him. He tackled Lamar Jackson, which also led to an injury. Lamar played through it, uh, and he also tackled OBJ, um, which led to a bit of a shoulder injury. Um, I, there were a lot of people saying that Logan Wilson is a dirty player. From my eyes, Logan Wilson is a football player. And his job exactly. is to tackle people who have the football. Uh, <laughs> and he gets paid to tackle people who have the football. And and people get injured. So I, I think it was just a weird coincidence that, you know, that these tackles led to injuries. And 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 I, I, I just think it's kind of stupid to think that he's yeah. something that he ain't. He's- I think the thing that it signals to us all is that I'm going to have a new sound on the soundboard. And uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Damn! Oh, Return wow. of the whack! <laughs> Return of 
return of the whack. <laughs> we have wow. we got whack Jones out there, but we're back to whack Taylor, man. Yeah. <laughs> return of the whack, man. Every, <laughs> every <laughs> we got whack Jones, we got whack Wilson, we got yeah, whack, whack Wilson. <laughs> we got whack Taylor, man. Return of the whack is real, man. Be uh, careful though, for all you people out there whose names rhyme with whack. <laughs> You're in trouble, it's not, man. It's not a good time to have a name that rhymes with whack. <laughs> you are in the crosshairs. Uh, Khalil Whack? Hey, watch yourself, <laughs> Khalil. Because <laughs> when, that, when that music hits, boys, on, but <laughs> return of the whack. Because <laughs> I tell you, I, we can move on because I, I think Kenny Pickett yeah. is probably glad that his name doesn't rhyme with whack. Yeah. Um, oh, man. We needed just the South Park. You kill Kenny. <laughs> yeah, this was a yeah. this was an ugly, ugly, ugly football game. Um, old school football. A shit bowl brought to you by yeah. Xlex. You know what? I can't say shit bowl. Yeah, yeah, it was a shit bowl because we got a backup quarterback and it's a second start really, but first start he's prepared for where he gets to practice with the first team, mm. and I understand why they can only put up thirteen points. We did get to see some really good defense by Cleveland taking everything away. But mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, You I held mean, them to 13 points. You lost? Yeah, obviously both teams played played great defense. Um, you know, and even on a day where the Steelers kind of had the edge because, I mean, the real sort of offensive MVP of this game – was Jalen Warren, who mm-hmm. just continues to get better yeah. every week. He's, I feel like Jalen Warren is this year's Tony Pollard. Yeah, you know, yeah. the the number two running back who's actually better than than the guy yeah. who's supposed to be the number one. I mean, Jalen Warren was balling nine carries for nine carries for 129 yeah. yards. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it still couldn't win them the game. I mean, Kenny Pickett, Jesus Christ, 15 for 28, 106 yards. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's just terrible. Awful. 270 total yards passing between the two teams. <laughs> it's like, stop it, man. It's just like, what is this, the 1920s? Like, this yeah, is, exactly. It was just 13 to 10. Oh, barn burner. Uh, I want to get away from that game, man. <laughs> that, that game. Disappointed me so much. Mm. Then we had a, a barn burner we didn't expect. True. We thought this was going to be a one-sided ass whooping. But Detroit, this was like when you fight the bully, mm. but you make the bully have to go get stitches, <laughs> but they still won the fight. That's what this right. was, man. Chicago yeah. stood up to, to Detroit, and Detroit had almost no answers. They were down by 12 points in the fourth quarter with, uh, I think it was nine minutes left, something like that, or six minutes left. Mm. Mm. And they still... Found a way to uh, to lose the game, and golf looked like old golf. He he was Detroit. I mean, uh, L.A. golf at first, mm. and then he turned turned into Detroit golf in the fourth quarter. Yeah, this was a proper apex predator battle: bears, lions. <laughs> I mean, he, and you're right about golf. I mean, he throws three picks in this game. If he doesn't throw those picks, this this is the dominant ass whooping that we thought it was going to be, but it allowed the bears to, you know, they, they capitalized off of the turnovers uh, and they had the lions on the ropes. And then the lions just decided to 
to win this game in the last, you know, nine or 10 minutes and put it together, man, which in a way, I mean, despite the mistakes in my book, that tells you this team is legit. Like that's a good foot. You're not supposed to win football games when you throw three interceptions. That's not supposed to happen. Um, So the fact that they did that. that. Remember you said that. Mm. I want you to remember you said that. I feel like I always say that. Why do you? I'm just, saying, I'm just, I'm just it's going to be said later. That's all I'm saying. Remember you said that. Oh, okay, good. Okay, I thought this <laughs> some kind of weird Falcons reference. Like, I no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, just so, feels though, man. He threw his best pass of his career in this game. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. shocked was me. It? I was oh, another overthrow. Nope, right on the money. Touchdown. Right in the bucket to DJ Moore, a beautiful touchdown pass. Um, kind of a real clear indication that they came to play, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is which is great. Good for the Bears, you know what I mean? The Bears are showing that they're they got some fight in them, which is great. Um, but you know, this 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 duo of of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs again. Uh, I mean, Montgomery took the load of the of the rushing yards, of course. Uh, but Jameer Gibbs has turned out to be a real threat yeah. uh, in the screen game. You know, he put up 36 yards rushing and then another 59 receiving. You know, this they they figured this thing out. This is yeah. it, this is what I was hoping the Falcons were going to figure out with their offense, which they have yet to do. But um, yeah, this Detroit team is fun. What did they say? They said on the broadcast it was so funny. This was uh, this eight. And, this is the best record the Lions have ever started a season with since we landed on the moon. <laughs> Why do they always throw that out there? The, the, they could say since the Super Bowl era. It's the same year. <laughs> Why do they say since we landed on the moon? <laughs> mm, is it the same? The Super Bowl era begins in '66. <clears throat> And the moon landing was sixty six, right, or was it sixty five? No, this was uh, this was the year after the because they said it was the same year the Jets won the Super Bowl, which was then they okay. win the set they won the third Super Bowl, right? Okay, I think that was yeah. it. So it was like just after the Super Bowl, or right? maybe the moon landing was after the. Okay, so I guess I, it's I more fun to say it was yes. it's since we landed on the moon. That's like a big deal, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's fucked up, man. Uh, uh, how about uh, shout out to. Uh, Early celebrations. Justin Fields ran runs down the left side, gets the first down. Still only a little bit of time left. They're up twelve. He does a no. I mean, maybe not twelve. They're up at least one score. He does a somersault, finger guns, just flexing mm. on them. And I think they ended up kicking a field goal, mm. and then they lost the game. So shout mm. out to early celebrations. They're all he had a hundred and four rushing yards in this yeah, game. Man. Justin. It's a Justin Fields game. It's funny I mean, because I was reading an article about it, and they were like, Justin Fields doing this thing, man, 275 total yards. I was like, yeah, 106 of them are from uh, running the ball. I mean, it, you're, you're not wrong to point that out. Obviously, it's great to say that he had 104 rushing yards, but it also points out that there's a bit of a problem if – I mean, they had Khalil Herbert back in this game. He's supposed to be their lead running back. He only has 35 yards. Um, you know, I that's a problem. They have a to problem. Me, the problem, the biggest problem, is the reason he runs and and I'm never gonna let this go. I know Bears fans might be mad at me, but he runs because he can't read defense, and that's mm. what it comes down to. It mm. works out. They get big plays, but then in the end, we've seen it a handful of times. 
where he's got a chance to either bring push the team ahead for a victory or keep the team ahead for victory, and it just never comes out on top, really. That's a good point. It's a fair point. Another team uh, that doesn't come out on top. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant just, segue. <laughs> the the Chargers, go. man. Chargers <laughs> supposed to win this game. I picked them to beat the Packers, and I flip them, pick them. I think the mm. reason that you chose the order is so I could get to pick this game. I don't know. Mm. I think it's a conspiracy. I do not mm. like having the Chargers, <laughs> and they made me pay for it by losing to the the Packers, who like nobody's been scared of the Packers. They're trying to figure out who they are, and uh, the Chargers. We know who they are. But they are who we thought they were. And that's exactly what it is, man. I, I learned in week two this year a lesson that I should have already learned in the Eliminator Challenge. I picked the Chargers to win a football game. <laughs> and I've that thing ever since. It's like it, it, you just can't trust them. I mean, you're 100% correct. They should be winning this football game. They have Keenan Allen, despite having 116 yards and a touchdown, had three huge drops in this game yeah uh, that was a big problem um the other guy then, too the rookie dropped uh yeah six oh, drops that motherfucker quentin johnson first yeah. round pick out of tcu uh, i mean i could have told you when they got boat raced by the bulldogs in the national championship game that that guy wasn't shit uh, maybe he'll get better but uh, I don't know, man. You shouldn't be losing to these Packers. They ain't that good. Mm, mm. It, and def- like as further insult, defensively speaking, uh, the Chargers are now responsible for giving Jordan Love his highest career uh, passing day ever in his in his career. Like this motherfucker comes out and throws 322 yards, two touchdowns, career day for him. Um, mm. And he's out here throwing – you know, to some rookie and year two receivers, you know, this the Tavion Wicks never heard you of the them. core of the future of the organization. No. <laughs> they are. I mean, they're good. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I, don't get me wrong. Um, Chargers are supposed to be good on defense, man. They are supposed to be good on defense, but they are not. Uh, Eckler looks slow. Yeah. I mean, there was one play where Eckler was, he was gone. Yeah, he got run down, yeah. Long thirty-seven yard run, and it the guy grabbed like... him. The guy jumped on him like <laughs> it must have mm-hmm. been going pretty slow because the guy made the tackle jumping like on his neck. Mm. It's like you don't catch somebody like that unless you're way faster than them. He looked pretty slow to me. Um... <clears throat> well, one thing that's great about it is that uh, Brandon Staley could definitely have a press conference and will definitely sort everything out, be calm, cool-headed mm-hmm. like a leader does. Humble. Yeah, humble. Yeah, humble. Yeah. A lot of humility. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you're. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're interested in hearing He's, Brandon Staley at a press. I conference. mean, you can play it now or you can play it later because I'll. I'll spoiler alert: He's in my. Uh, he's in my. <laughs> what? Yours too. He's in mine too. Let's just hear. Let's just hear what uh what what Brandon Staley had to say. Because he's got to clear this up for us as a leader of men. Has struggled all year, and you know, dating back to when you got here, and you still haven't made any kind of significant changes. Do you 
when you keep saying the same things and doing the same things, you, you still, I guess why? I have full confidence, like I, I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Okay. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way mm. that we teach and the way that we scheme, full mm. confidence in that. We got to bring this group together and do it consistently. Okay? okay. And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay. So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. I'm not here to talk to, to the fan base. I'm here to talk to my players, the locker room. I know that we give ourselves a chance to win every single week with the game plans that we have. Okay. And we have Got done it, it here. You guys act like we've never played good defense. That's not the truth. That's not the truth. You act like we haven't made any improvements. Today in the run game, we played outstanding. We're rushing the quarterback well. What we got to do a better job of is in the passing game. And that's where our full attention is, and it's where it will continue to be. There are a lot of other things that caused us to lose today. It certainly wasn't our defense. It was the way we played as a team. We didn't play well enough on the red zone on offense. We dropped too many passes. We gave up a few killer sacks. We did this as a team. Stop making it about one unit because that's not what happened out there today. Our <laughs> team lost, and I am fully responsible for it, and I take full responsibility. Doesn't but we lost like as a team today, and that's the storyline. Damn. Oof. It's falling it, apart, bro. You know the line? I didn't really – I didn't. Re- there's one line that I didn't remember in that press conference is where he says, I'm not here to talk to the fan base. Yeah, bro. I mean – It's a wrap. Well, How does he still have a job? I did. I've been looking, I've been looking, like over, over and over. I've been looking in the thing. Over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, I, I can't find where they fired this guy. He should have been fired. I was all day yesterday. I was refreshing my browser, yeah. thinking like it was going to drop. I really was. So he's got to uh, go. He's got to go. I think they're going to wait till the end of the season, but there's no fucking way this guy is the coach of the Chargers next year. Um, I mean, it, okay, so in all fairness, he's he's um, he's not wrong. They did they they yeah. lost the, uh, all of the uh, they would have won this football game if Keenan Allen hadn't dropped yeah or dropped Quentin all Robinson. his passes. Uh, it, Quinn Johnson too. Johnson, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's everything he said is true. You know, they did they lost as a team. Not everything but, he said is true. <clears throat> No, maybe not, but that part <laughs> is. But then to come out and to sort of yeah. attack this reporter, um, yeah, like I said, I, I have a, a little more to say about it later, but it's just this is not a good look, bro. It's not a good no, look. Not at all. We'll, we'll, we'll move on, man. Uh, what people might think is not a good look is the Dolphins seeming to struggle at home to beat the mm. Raiders, who seem to be mm. rejuvenated after getting rid of their coach. Hey, Chargers. <laughs> Take some notes, man. In your division, yeah. a coach got fired and the team got rejuvenated and took on a team that people thought was pretty strong, uh, the Miami Dolphins, who uh, came out of there with the, their defense showed up and played very well and uh, beat the Raiders 20-13. to 13. What are your thoughts, <clears throat> Giff? Well, their defense showed up, but so did so did yours. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Dolphins defense showed up. It, yeah, I mean they um they held the Raiders to only 36 total rushing yards. And yeah. they intercepted Aiden O'Connell three times. Um one of which was like uh, just to like put it on a poster and stick it in the you know, stick it, the, uh, uh, stick it in the stick it in the Hall of Fame. That, that Jalen Ramsey wow. interception in the end zone was like, Whoo! oh my god! 
I got. Did you see the one before? <clears throat> yeah. When he yeah, jumps was, the route. Oh my that god. That was nice too. But that one where he's just like hovering yeah, in the air, flying. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of injured himself a little bit when he fell, but he, he fell on he the seems, ball. He was alright. He seemed okay afterwards. Yeah. yeah he, he probably just got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was impressed with the Raiders. Um, and and I really, you know, this is isn't this this is, well, it's it's twice in 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 the last three years, um, that the Raiders interim coach has has really stepped mm-hmm. up, and I I think they should have kept Rich Basaccia, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I think the man did enough to earn the right to keep the job. I hope they don't make the same mistake twice. I really think they should stick with this guy and see what he can do. I mean, it's not like – I mean, they've already made the mistake of paying too much money you know, oh, yeah. to two other guys yeah. who they're still paying right now. Like, why not – you know, yeah, get them on a discount. Ro- why not roll with the guy who has the locker room and just – and and see what happens next year. Your season's basically over for this year. You're not going to yeah. you're not going to make the playoffs. But go out there and just keep playing smash mouth football and keep trying to make it hard for good teams like the Dolphins to win football games. Keep proving yourself uh and move on from there and 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 just develop. Um How about Tyreek Hill? You know, that was funny because like, you know, for the first quarter or so um for most of the first quarter it was like, damn, these Raiders are they're balling like shit. They're they're stopping everything short. They're they're playing tight coverage and and you're just like shit, man. Where's Ty- Tyreek's not really doing anything? And then all of a sudden, boom, he got home. <laughs> like oh shit, there he goes. He, he caught that little skinny post and then was mm. just out, man. And then doing a high step, getting into the end zone. It seemed like every time he gets the ball, it's terrifying. I get it, man. That's great. Mm. Great to have him. And then uh, the, the, it's, it's the best Raiders, to walk out with a victory. I like that. Yeah, and then the Raiders showed they had some fight in them, and they there was that nice pass from Aiden O'Connell to Devontae Adams, and it kind of felt like, yeah. oh shit, we're we're into one here. Oh, yeah. um, what happened to? Um, I didn't actually see what happened to Devon Achey, and he came back, had one carry, and he banged up his knee again. What happened there? Did you see it? Yeah, he got kind of rolled up when the guy made the tackle. But they said mm. by the end of the game, they were saying he might come back in. Mm. So it couldn't have been too bad. But I was like, keep his ass on the sidelines, man. I that was one where if they were beating him more, like more convincingly, they would have been like, oh, he's out for the day. Mm. But he didn't come back in anyway. Mm. Yeah. We got Turns the lead. They- they, our kicker missed the kick. We had It was so many miscues. Our kicker missed the kick. We had mm. three fumbles. One by Tua. One by uh, two uh, two other players fumbled. Uh, this uh, tight end, Hill. He fumbled the ball, and there was one more person fumble. I forget. Oh, you got uh, two fumbles. You got Tyreek and Julian Hill. And Tua mm. fumbled. I meant to say Tua. I said Tyreek. Yeah, Tua and Julian Hill have fumbled the ball. What was the oh oh the Tua pick? That was the third one. The third turnover. Right, right, Three right. Three turnovers, right, right. missed field goal. There's like so much left out on the field, mm. and uh, I'm hoping that they were just looking too far ahead and uh, you know taking their opponent for granted. Or hey, they're just I, at that level. I don't think so. I think the Raiders are just play. They're out here to play yeah. hard, and um, yeah. they came to play, and and they just you know they did a good job. But you yeah, know, thankfully, Miami's defense they locked it down in the second half. The Raiders didn't score a single point. Um, so I think it's important to win. I think it's important for Miami to show that they can win different kinds of games. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. Um, that they can. 
you know, they can boat race a team, but if you want to get into a fist fight, they can win that game too. That was um, good. Yeah. So I think it's even though the score isn't quite what you would hope or expect, uh, or bet on, I, or bet on. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, as a fan, I'd I'd be I'd be pleased with that victory for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Then we had the uh, the Giants. Speaking of pleased of a victory. Touchdown, Giants. Tommy DeVito gets his first victory. <laughs> Touchdown, Tommy. <laughs> 31 to 19. Beat the beat the crap out of the commanders. I was shocked every time I, time I saw the score pop up. I was like, what is going on down there? Uh of course we voted, I mean, bet a different way. We bet yeah. the under on this game. We said that it could go either way, but we, we bet did. the under. We did not think that they would put up 50 points in this game. This game got ugly. On multiple occasions, there were fights. There were, <laughs> there were, you know, late hits and all kinds of madness going on. But at the end of the day, touchdown Tommy DeVito, man. What a day. 18 for 26, 246 yards and three touchdown passes, even though he got sacked nine times in this game. <laughs> man, early, too. He got sacked. I think it was nine times in the first Ooh. half or something. Or six in the first half, something crazy. Crazy. But, man, did he throw an absolute dime to yeah. Saquon Barkley in the corner yeah. of the end zone. That was beautiful. Saquon had two receiving touchdowns in this game. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I guess the Giants were just tired of fucking losing. And um, <laughs> and I just feel like <sighs> there's something about the commander's receiver core that I just don't trust. Mm. I, I, You know, Sam Howell has ha- been having a pretty good year despite their record. Um most Sam Howell, NFL. Sam Howell is like he's like he's one of those weird quarterbacks who's like he's he's not he's not gonna win you a lot of football games, but for some reason he's still a very good fantasy quarterback. Just <laughs> 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 like he's like one of those weird anomalies. Um he threw three interceptions in this game. Yep. Um you know, they they never really got the run game cooking quite the way you would expect them to. Uh, and they couldn't make up for it in the past game. Um, so I think I, I just don't really know what happened to like the whole, I felt like Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson last year were like, yep. were like legitimate threats last year. And this year I feel like they've just been a disappointment. And there's um, a lot of potential for Logan Thomas too, man. I was, I thought he was going to, be a good convert mm-hmm. from he used to be quarterback at Virginia Tech. Mm. And I thought he's gonna be a good convert to tight end since he's so big and and knows how to you know what I mean, knows the defenses and stuff, but mm. this is really not working out for them. <clears throat> I mean this game was it was it was definitely within reach for the commanders uh going into the fourth quarter and then the Giants just just put their boot on their neck, scored seventeen points in the fourth quarter to, God, to, to pull this thing out. Um, pulled it out and showed him how big it was and said, this is, <laughs> this is touchdown Tommy DeVito's day. Uh, so good for him. He's got his yeah, first victory. He's been getting a lot of attention this week. Um, a lot of articles been written about the fact that he still lives at home and his mom makes his bed and still makes his dinner for him. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's time for touchdown Tommy to, to at least start making his own bed. Um, <laughs> You know, we had a conversation off mic before we started about, you know, things that fathers expect from their sons by a certain yeah, age. And I think that it, yeah. I think at this point, 
Uh, I don't know how old Tommy DeVito is, but I'm guessing he's 23, 24 years old. Yeah. Make your own fucking bet, dude. Yeah. Make, His mom was like, bet. you get a victory, Tommy. Yeah. You get a victory. Make your own <laughs> fucking bet. Make your bed. You just want a football game. You're an NFL football player. Make your bed. Yeah, make your bed. Make your yeah. Or bed. do like everybody else and hire a Mexican to make it for you. For fuck's sake. Come on. <laughs> uh, speaking of Mexican. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> speaking of Mexicans, let's go to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys beat the Panthers. Uh, what a surprise. The Cowboys beat a bad team by 20 plus points. It's happened. They've been a a part of blowouts all season, and this was nothing different. Bryce mm. Young was running for his life as we thought he would be, and the Cowboys beat the brakes off the Carolina Panthers, 33-10. to 10. Yeah, Bryce Young was sacked seven times in this game. He was definitely running for his life. Uh, he had precisely the kind of game you expect him to have against a team like the Cowboys, 123 yeah. yards passing, one touchdown, one pick. Um, Guess who had the- more completions out of uh, Bryce Young and Justin Fields? Who? Same amount. Oh, wow. <laughs> but we're over here like, Bryce Young, man, got to get your shit together. Justin Fields, great job, buddy. Mm. <laughs> I think they had the same stat line, too, 16 to 29. Hmm. Just it out there. Interesting. I think, um, so, f- uh, you know, Dak didn't have a super great game either. Um, there were quite a few turnovers uh, or some some important turnovers in this game. He Bryce Young also lost a fumble. That was a big deal. Cowboys had great field position all night long, so Dak yeah. didn't. You know, he still got two touchdown passes, but he didn't even throw for over two hundred yards. Oddly mm. enough, um, this was the game that everybody expected to be the Tony Pollard breakout game because the Panthers have such a terrible run defense. Mm. He did better, um, but not quite. The breakout. I wouldn't call this a breakout performance. Twelve carries for sixty-one yards and a touchdown, um, and the third of those yards coming on one one really nice angry touchdown run. <laughs> I got to give him that. Say, that. We can't forget that. That that was a great touchdown run. Um, but so far, it's been interesting the Tony Pollard experience. You know, we we all thought he was better than Zeke last year and um it was just thought it would be kind of a seamless fit for him to be the number one back and it it just hasn't been i mean they're still winning football games cowboys are seven and three so i guess there's nothing to complain about but um this lack of a run game might catch up to them down the road i think um we'll see yeah it's gonna get colder there's some names i never heard of who who factored into this game luke shoemaker oh yeah the tight end. I, I love that this guy's name is Shoemaker. How cool is that? Yeah, it's probably um, like O-O, Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, a guy who I would rather talk a little more about later, Deron Bland with a pick six. Obviously, mm. big deal there. That was great. Picks it, yeah. hits the ground, and uses the momentum of his role to just pop up and keep running Yeah, and take that shit to the house. That was Yeah, man. That's some scary. Dion type shit. It's like thinking f- of scoring as you get the pick, man. Oh yeah, he's Loved like, it. oh, I. He's thinking of it like as he's in mid roll. He's like, I know exactly what I'm getting ready to do. Maybe he knew how awesome that uh, cartoon version of him is on uh, Fox. It, they, drew, you know, they do the drawings, the animation yeah. that pops up when you score a touchdown. 
uh-huh. the cartoon of his is so cool, man, because he's got one hand up and he's like pointing at the camera. <laughs> I was like, oh, they got a good one for him. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, you're right. They keep beating bad teams. We'll see how it goes. You play your schedule. Um, yeah. And, you know, Cowboys' story to me, we're getting to that point in the season where it's like you can kind of start looking down the road towards the playoffs. And for me, the Cowboys – uh, the Cowboys situation is the same as it is every year. They're probably going to make the playoffs, and we'll see what happens when they get there. They, yeah, they they got a lot of uh, um, sort of negative reputation to kind of overcome in the playoffs, and we'll see if they fail and fall on their faces again, or if they manage to put it together. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I can't really tell. Well, one team that won't be in the playoffs, the Tennessee playoffs. Titans. Don't talk mm. about playoffs. You kidding me? They played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are probably going to be in the playoffs, and the Jaguars thumped them 34-14. to 14. Boy, I got to tell you, sometimes, uh, sometimes being the, the smartest person in the room is, is a real burden. Uh, sometimes, it's, <laughs> sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's sweet. It's sweet like, like candy. Uh, it, it, my take on Will Levis, I can't tell mm. you how, how – mm. How pleased I am that he <laughs> he is turning out to be precisely what I told y'all he was going to be 13 for 17. 13 for 17 in this game, 158 yards. He did throw two touchdown passes, but they were in garbage time more or less. Um I mean the the Jacksonville Jaguars were up were just absolutely destroying the Titans before they ever managed to find the end zone. Uh I mean this was exactly what the Jacksonville Jaguars needed after getting stomped themselves last week to the 40. Mm-hmm. They got beat bad by the 49ers. Yeah. They needed to come out and show that they were they were not fool's gold. Uh, they finally got Calvin Ridley involved. He's been really, really quiet in the last couple of weeks. He had 103 yards and two touchdown catches. Really nice passes from, from Trevor Lawrence. Um and I don't know what to say about the Tennessee Titans other than they packed it up, man. They're over probably, there. <laughs> I think it's rebuild time. I mean, it's like and Tannehill wants out. By the way, <laughs> Tannehill wants out. He thinks he can still play. Obviously, uh, Derrick Henry has been a massive disappointment this year. Uh, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, I think it's 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 um, it's a total teardown for the Titans at this point. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Yeah, the Texans, on the other hand, mm. out here balling, man. Six and four. Who saw that coming? Beat the beating. They beat the Cardinals twenty-one to sixteen. But the Cardinals had some fight in them. It was a fun game. That touchdown pass from Kyler Murray. Oh my Ron, god! Rondell Moore. Oh my god! Was gorgeous. Absolutely. Like, all right, y'all, y'all keep playing around. Act like y'all want another uh, <laughs> a top quarterback. You better see what I got. <laughs> that throw was fantastic, and he, he was is, moving around the shit. He is going to make it really difficult for them to move on from him. Um, and and I would continue to argue. I I still think Kyler Murray is a good quarterback. I really do, and I think the problem is the team that they built around him is just not good enough. If you put this guy on a good football team with good wide receivers, I think. Yeah, why not? I, He's I, got I think a cannon. He he has an absolute cannon and just a beautiful, like the way he can throw that thing up there like a rainbow. It, it just, we all, we often use this phrase where you just drop one in a bucket. That pass to mm. Rondell Moore, that was literally yeah. in a bucket. The way that thing went up and then just came, boom, right into the bread basket. I mean, it was just yeah. absolutely beautiful. Stroud struggled a little bit in this game, which I think is the main reason why the score was so close. He did throw three interceptions. Uh, yeah, which, man. Again, another game where you throw three interceptions, you're not supposed to win that football game. Um, but they did in large part because somebody who I think maybe be maybe he gets the Geno the Geno Smith Award uh, for the year is in that he was written off and is apparently showing us that he decided not to write back. Devin Singletary has been fucking good the last yeah. couple of weeks. Devin yeah, Singletary man. has been really good. 22 carries for 112 yards and a touchdown. That motherfucker has been balling big time. And Buffalo's like, damn it. Yeah. And this rookie Tank Dell, too. Yeah. That kid. He, I, I liked mean, him in the preseason. That was another great. That touchdown pass that C.J. Stroud threw to him where he had to kind of go up and get it. And fall into the back of the end zone. This motherfucker yeah. had 149 yards and a touchdown on eight catches. He was, yeah, he, he was on, he was on fire. Uh, Texans are fun, man. I mean, this is a team that was supposed to be, uh, you know, in rebuild mode. Who suddenly looked like they're in fucking win now mode. Um, yeah, I, I'd be really they're surprised. Like, they're if a team they, that won't win at all, most likely. But you got to throw in most likely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I. I think that they, I mean, there's still, we still got a lot of time to go, but I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if the Texans uh, secure a wild card spot. And they could win I division. mean, if Jacksonville slips yeah, up, watch it. Yeah. They could win this fucking division there. Houston, Texas are six and four. The Jaguars are seven and three. This, this could, and, and I think they play each other next week. Yeah, they do. So that, that's uh -oh, suddenly uh -oh, uh -oh, might be uh -oh. like sexiest game of the week right there. That's that's some yeah, that's some hot shit. Uh, speaking of hot shit, man, 49ers came out and put it on the Buccaneers, man, twenty-seven to fourteen. They sure did. They sure did. Uh, this was an interesting game. Uh, Brock Purdy looked fantastic. Um, I yeah, feel after like having a bad couple weeks too. I, it feels to me that the bye week – I don't know what happened in the bye week, but it feels like the 49ers are fixed. Um, mm. 
They it look probably, like it might have something to do with the coach, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's the players. He's hiding behind all these good players like Zach Taylor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I got a question for you. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> My question for you today is why is it not Kyle Shanahan's fault that the 49ers look good last week? Why is it not? It's a weird the way you work. Why doesn't he get credit for it? Why should, doesn't, does he not deserve credit for the victory? Okay. Uh, well, I would say Christian McCaffrey. Mm. I would say Debo Samuel. I would say George Kittle. And more importantly, I would say Brandon Ayuk, this motherfucker with five receptions, 156 yards and a touchdown. I mean. So you said the how talent. You, how are you the supposed talent. to lose? How are you supposed to lose with a team that good? Hmm. He should be winning every game. He shouldn't have lost any games. This team should be undefeated. <laughs> they should be embarrassed that there's three. The number three is over there in the L column. Like, this is this is a joke. What are we doing here? And you also, like, 27 to 14 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It should be, like, 57 to 14. Honestly. This man, this man can't be stopped, man. <laughs> Skip can't be stopped. <laughs> I mean, Purdy was almost perfect. Look at this. He's 21 for 25. You don't think this team was completely prepared for anything that was going to come at them because yeah, they had a bye four, week? This guy, he threw four incomplete passes in the entire game. How you, how do you lose if you throw four incomplete passes? How do you get ready yards. to not – how do you get ready to not to, – to have only four incompletions? I don't know. The players are probably sleeping right, eating right. You know what I mean? I love it. It's my favorite part of this podcast right now. Let's move Pettiness on to runs the deep. yes. The petty runs deep, man. Let's run. Let's uh. Speaking of running deep, the the Bills ran deep into the butthole of the New York Jets on national television. Oh my god! Oh man, what an ass whooping! They they took out all of their uh, aggression and anger on the Jets, who who fought valiantly in the beginning of the game, but weren't able to do anything because this week there was another uh, one of the return of the whack man. Uh, <laughs> return of the whack, whack Wilson. It's trash. I don't know I what saw, else to say, man. I saw a lot of interesting things in this football game. I watched it pretty closely because um, it was in the late window and everybody had gone to bed. So I'm sitting there focusing. Mm. I didn't really have as focused an eye on the early window this week. Um, Joanna was away uh, in New York with her girlfriends, and I was sitting there with Saga and Isak, and we were just – I felt like we talked through the early window, <laughs> the three of us. Like we had a great conversation. It was really cool. <laughs> uh, but then when they finally went to bed, I, I focused in on this game. And um, I was really interested to see what how Josh Allen was going to play the week after the Bills fired yeah. their offensive coordinator. And in the first quarter, I saw a very the, – the word – the best word I could use to describe it was pensive. Hmm. Very pensive – uh, that's right. I went to college. And uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know the word pensive, it basically means cautious. Uh, a lot of, a lot of um, 
<clears throat> a lot of double pumps. Like, I'm going to throw this pass. Wait, nope. Don't want to throw an interception. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I, I'm going to run instead. A lot of that. And I, w- I was very, worried. Very early. Yep, that's so true. I was I was a little worried. I was like, oh, this, yeah, this is not it. That's not – that is not the solution to your problem. Uh, unfortunately, you got to – you got to be you. You got to go be you. You got to believe in what you're doing and be you. I don't think uh, the other thing was that uh, what's his name Diggs. I mean, I think they got all the way to halftime. I don't think Stefan Diggs had a single target when they went into the locker room at halftime. He only had four targets in the whole game. Um, it just felt like I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure they realized what they were. I didn't feel like they knew exactly what they were trying to do. I didn't feel like they had a a real game plan. Luckily for them, the Jets are terrible. They couldn't, the Jets couldn't convert. Jets are third terrible down. on offense. <laughs> yeah. The Jets and defense they, was there. They came to play, man. The score did. makes it look like they, but they, they just ran out of gas, man. They were on they, the field the whole game. They did, but they also made a lot of stupid mistakes on defense that, that, Mm. There was that one tackle by Sauce Gardner where he fucking picked that dude up and like suplexed him. Oh yeah. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like you got him. He tried to jump a route too. And then, uh, he, he missed it. And the ball somehow got in there because Josh Allen has a bullet of an arm. (laughs) He threw a bullet in there and, uh, it got through, but he jumped it nicely. And then the guys missed the tackle. I felt like the Jets, despite the fact that, yeah, they played well on defense to a certain extent. I felt like they made a lot of dumb mental mistakes. Um, yeah, I just think they made a lot of dumb mental mistakes. And one of the things as the game started to progress is that I feel like the Bills did start playing a smarter brand of football where it's like, okay, why are we trying to force the ball to Stefan Diggs? Let's see if we can find some other guys. And so the other guys stepped up. Dalton Kincaid was a nice security blanket for pretty much yeah. the whole night. And then their top pass catchers were two guys who you've probably never heard of, Ty Johnson and Khalil Shakir. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and then also the other thing that – the one thing, and maybe I saw this because it's something I've seen before. One of the things – one of the most promising things that I saw in this game from the Bills' perspective, okay, in the past, whenever the Bills would get into the red zone, they would take my man, former Bulldog, James Cook, they would take him out of the game. And they would go for a bigger, stronger bowling ball type of running back. I spent three years watching James Cook score touchdown after touchdown in the red zone, exactly how the Bills got him a touchdown in this game, where they run him out into the flats. Everybody thinks they're going to run. And Josh Allen tosses it out to him. And James Cook just walks into the end zone. I'm like, you guys drafted him. Did you not watch the tape from college? Did you not watch what this man is capable of? They're starting to use James Cook in this game in the same way that the Buccaneers are starting to use – what's his name? Uh, White. White, exactly. They realize when the Buccaneers realized that their run game was so shit, they're like, okay, well, let's get White out in the flats and we'll see if we can get him going that way. And it works. And they're built kind of the same, too. They're very similar running backs. You got to get those guys out in space. And I feel like if this is a sign of things to come, 
to come, I think the Bills may have sorted out their red zone problem. You do not need to be taking James Cook off the field when you're inside the 10-yard line. It doesn't make any sense. The best uh, thing is they threw the ball 32 times and they ran the ball 38 times. And that's kind of where you, you want to have that balance. Balance. They were, they were, Absolutely right. From and again, what are we going to do? Zach Wilson, seven, seven. Seven, seven, <laughs> seven for 15, seven for 15, 81 yards, a touchdown and a pick. He got sacked five times. He got benched. He got benched. They brought in Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle also They're seven. Like, can get worse. <laughs> seven for 14. It was just a little bit better. Uh, you know, Br- Brees Hall couldn't do shit. The Bills uh, locked that shit down. They only had six. Just would have won if they got Dobbs. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> no, and, I don't know if they win. It'd be way um, better. They fucked up. I mean, it's um, what are you gonna do? You know, the, the all, all week, all all week long, they've been talking about how Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna be back for Christmas, and they're like, "Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is like Santa Claus," and it's like, "I'm sorry, but it's not." There's you. Sh- it, there's not going to be any point to it. The Jets are not going to be in a position to make the playoffs. On Christmas, I, I just don't. I don't see it. This team ain't. This team ain't it. Um, Zach Wilson not, was uh, his his press conference. I'm not gonna play it. I did. I do have it. But I'm not gonna play it. It's uh, it's pointless. But he sounded exactly like Brandon Staley. I thought it sounded so much alike in their press conferences that I was just like, you know what? But mm. yeah, it's it's time to to move on for both teams. Yeah, and, uh, we'll yeah. see with the Bills. I mean, they they got a pretty gnarly schedule coming up, but obviously this is yeah. great. You go in, you handle your business, you win the week after. You, f- I don't think they should have fired their offensive coordinator. To be fair, um, no, whatever. It's not. It, yeah. he, he shouldn't have sent that, but he shouldn't have told that guy to run on the field. That's all I'm saying. The twelfth. <laughs> yeah, man. right. Mm, Speaking of the twelfth man, the uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, played the uh, <laughs> the L A Rams mm. and lost. Yeah, this was um, seventeen to sixteen barn burner. <clears throat> this was an ugly and unfortunate um, scenario for the Seahawks. Um, first, they lost Kenneth Walker pretty early in the game and, uh, to an oblique injury. Yeah, he got twisted up. You can see him grab his back as he was running through the hole. Hmm. Oh, so like they lost. At it. Like yeah. Break, yeah. So they lost him early. Uh, Gino was was outplaying Matthew Stafford by a country mile. He was Gino was Gino was having one of those Gino days. He mm-hmm. was getting DK Metcalf cooking, which hasn't really mm-hmm. he has not been as automatic as he was in in years past. Um, but he had a nice day. Um, and then Gino got hurt. And I felt like that was kind of when the game sort of flipped on its head and suddenly it felt like it would be possible for the Rams to win this game. The Rams, in, in all fairness, also lost Coop, Cooper Cup in this game early. Um, but Puka Nakua made up for it and played pretty well. And um, and the Rams were able to run the ball. Um, this Royce Freeman kid who had 73 yards on 17 carries, he was running hard and angry. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of keeping them in this game. Uh, and the Rams were able to put up 10 points in the fourth quarter to kind of steal this one uh, yeah. at, at a point when the Seahawks were 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 forced to roll with Drew Locke. 
who you know it, it just it, it, i think that's kind of when it sli- when they had to as soon as drew lock came into the game it was like oh shit this if the rams can figure this out this it's there for the taking and they took yeah. it um by only one point obviously but yeah um I did, think Gino's uh, okay. Long? Okay, good. That's my question. I think Gino's okay. I, I read this morning that he's expected to play on. on uh, do they play? Th- I think they might play on Thursday. Do they play the 49ers on Thanksgiving? They might. Oh, yeah. Thursday's Thanksgiving. Yeah. We got Thanksgiving games coming up, y'all. <clears throat> People remember that if you have fantasy. Yep. There's three games this Thanksgiving. Uh, as there are now, um, and and now there's Boys, also the Commanders again. Oh, oh no, I'm making so, uh, Lions, uh, Packers, Li- Cowboys, Lions, Packers, so. Cowboys, Commanders, and then I guess it's Seahawks and uh, 49ers. And we also have our first ever Black Friday game on Friday. Oh, yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. Who are the Dolphins playing? Jets. Jeff. Oh, I said dub. Um, <laughs> if we lose that one, then we're, everybody's going to be wondering what's wrong with it. I read that the Dolphins are petitioning to become the permanent Black Friday team. Really? Wow. They want to be like That's the cool. Lions of Thanksgiving. You know, That's like pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be cool, too. Um, I try to definitely go to – maybe that could be my annual game, go to the, the Black Friday game. Mm. If it's always at home, too, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I hope they get it. All right, we got two more games left. We had the Sunday night game, which turned out to be a fun one, the Vikings versus the Broncos. I thought the Vikings were going to win this game. Uh, well, you thought. Did you think so, too? Mm-hmm. And I then did. The, I Broncos, the Broncos shocked us, man. Broncos are sitting 5-5. Five and five. Nobody saw that coming after they were losing by 50 points at the beginning of the season. Everybody's wondering if Sean Payton has been passed by by the league and if Nathaniel Hackett's a better coach. And they put all that shit to rest, man. They're on a four-game winning streak. The Vikings themselves have been on a five-game winning streak. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it, 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 t- it took a very dramatic late um, touchdown pass from Russell Wilson to uh, Cortland Sutton yeah. um, to win this game. So, very, very dramatic ending to the game. Josh Dobbs still played well. He's still mm-hmm. – He's still doing what he needs to do to win football games for sure. Um, he had that fumble early in the game, though. He did, and he also threw an interception. Pick, yeah. um, I, I read an article with Sean Payton. He he credits their win streak to cleaning up their turnover problems. Like now mm. that they stopped turning the ball over, um, they've suddenly shocked some teams. I mean, they've beat some pretty good teams yeah. here. Um, and the the Vikings, when uh, whenever they lose, they turn the ball over a lot. That's true. That was their big problem early in the season was turnovers yeah. for sure. And they had him um, this game too, man. Didn't they have what three turnovers, four turnovers, something like that? Let's see. They got a. They got the one interception. Yeah, they, they lost two fumbles and threw a pick. And they lost two fumbles. Dobbs fumbled the ball three times. Um, wow! But he only he only lost it once. Um, but um, yeah, Denver Broncos, go go do your thing. I mean, this is. Um, this is kind of a little more what we expected out of them, for sure. Um, I mean, they're suddenly 5-5 five and five and kind of on the upswing. I don't see any reason why, if they don't keep playing like this, they couldn't contend for a wild card spot, for sure. So, 
Yeah, hang in there, Broncos fans. Hang in there. Yeah, hang in there, man. Vikings shouldn't uh, hang their head too much either, man. They're six <laughs> and five. They mm. might. Uh, it's the NFC. They might get into the playoffs too, man. Keep doing what y'all are doing too. Anything could happen in the NFC, honestly. Yeah. Uh, you know what's not going to happen? The Eagles aren't going to be taken away from the one seed. <laughs> mm. Did you see the game? I have not seen it yet. I, I read about it this morning, but I haven't had time I watched to look the, at it. I watched the whole thing, man. Wire to wire. Great game. Ups and downs. The score doesn't seem crazy, 21-17, to 17, but it was a really good game. Uh, the Chiefs didn't even score in the second half, man. Mm. Uh, but it still came down to the wire. There was a dropped touchdown that would have been a go-ahead touchdown with seconds left uh by uh valdez scantling in mm. his hands beautiful kyler murray type throw i saw that right. highlight right that. in there it would have won the game it would have been a fantastic well maybe not won the game but it's only seconds left fantastic finish and then it ended up with the the next play being a sack and intentional grounding and then fourth and forever which went through somebody else's hands. So it's like the Chiefs' problem of uh, pass catchers not catching the ball is uh, is, is coming back to haunt them. And uh, the, the Eagles capitalized on it. The Chiefs' defense looked great this game. Mm. Mm. And then the Eagles just grinded out, kept grinding and grinding. Another game where the Eagles grinded out and figure out a way to win. And that's all you can ask for, man. And they're sitting at 9-1, and best team in the NFL. How about um... – my man, former Bulldog DeAndre Swift, how'd he look? Was he good? Man, he looked great, man. He had a he had a touchdown, but he just looked great running the ball. Like mm. when the momentum swung, when like the Eagles kind of took over, it was like the Hurt Swift show. <laughs> nice. It was nice, man. Yeah, it looked good, man. <clears throat> so Taylor Swift didn't show up, but DeAndre Swift did. <laughs> the only Swift that mattered, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like and, that. And uh, Isaiah Pacheco, man, I like the way he runs, man. I just yeah, gotta mention that he yeah, runs the ball good. great. We had bet, we had everything right on our bet, except on our parlay, Monday night parlay. Except, and you were right, man. You said we should have. In retrospect, we should have just said Hertz is gonna score a, a some type of touchdown instead mm. of passing touchdown. Mm. And he he ran it in twice, I think. Mm. Oh yeah, I see that here. Yeah, he had two rushing touchdowns and no. Yeah, and I was just sitting there like, man, we talked about it after making a bet. Like, you know what? Maybe Hmm. if we were to bet him rushing for a touchdown instead of. Hmm. Kelsey got him a touchdown, but they were focusing their defense on him like everybody does. Mm -hmm. He still was kind of effective, but it was was the run game for the Chiefs and their defense. He also had a fumble Uh, too, right? I think Kelsey Kelsey did. Yeah, because they were were like – on their way to score, he fumbled. Mm. It was like their uh, turnovers were killing them. And, uh, yeah, Mahomes was Mahomes, man. He was – the pick that he threw, where was that at? <laughs> uh, it was just a, a great play by the defender. Mm. And Hurts, too. That guy, he jumped the route. Mm. And it was a miscommunication between Hurts uh, and, uh, and Brown, who was ready to go deep. And Hertz just was in in trouble because Chandler, I mean, not, not Chandler, Chandler Jones, yeah. He was in the backfield. No, Chris Jones. In the backfield mm. the whole goddamn night. Mm. Yeah. So I was amazed that they just, they fought on the beginning, fought off the uh, defensive pressure, and then just figured it out, man. Yeah. The Eagles are for real, bro. 
Yeah, well, the Eagles, obviously, they win the Super Bowl rematch here. Uh, luckily for the Chiefs, this wasn't for the Super Bowl. So, um, Andy Reid off a bye week. Uh, yeah, great win for the Eagles. Uh, 9-1, and one, sitting at the top of the NFC. Um, I think the Chiefs, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm always trapped between thinking that the Chiefs are going to be fine and thinking like, Maybe this is a problem. <laughs> this, no. this, I, I think they'll sort it out, but I'm I'm not really convinced that the Chiefs like I, I wouldn't put money on them winning the Super Bowl again this year. No, I don't know about I mean it's hard for people to win back to back anyway, but it's also hard to bet against Mahomes. He does some just magical shit. And then it's true. Andy Reid is just always got you prepared. They just uh yeah. It just didn't fall their way this time. This wasn't by any means like a an mm-hmm. ass whooping. I guess in the second half they, they I didn't realize they didn't score in the second half, but that just untimely fumbles, man. Right. Or I don't know when a fumble's timely, but that's what had them leaving two drives that just ended. Hmm. Yep. We'll see. Well, yeah, man. So that was uh week eleven wrapped mm-hmm. up. Let's uh let's hit our superlatives, man. Hmm. I can go first if you want. My sure, real MVP. Go ahead. go ahead. My real MVP is Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> this guy gets kind of lost in the shuffle with Debo Samuel and CMC and the eccentric George Kittle and the uh what's his name the uh last guy picked in the draft. <laughs> uh, uh Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. But Ayuk is quietly dominating over there in San Francisco. Uh, on on Sunday was his time to shine. He had 156 yards on five catches, with one of them being a beautiful 76-yard play. To me, the most impressive thing is the fact that all of his five receptions were either for a touchdown or a first down. Every single time he touched the ball, it impacted the game. That's an impact player. And for that, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, my volume is down over here, man. Mm. Damn, I missed my whole moment right there. You the real MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes you and I are like two like college girl roommates where <laughs> our periods lived, are synced. <laughs> we, we hang out so much together that our periods are starting to line up. Uh, because my MVP this week is also Brandon Ayuk. Uh, most people think of this guy as a number two wideout, but when you look at the numbers, and even better if you watch the tape, because we're tape heads over here. Tape head, baby. <laughs> yeah, you see there, it, there is no number two in this man's game. Ayuk, for the year so far, is averaging 19.3 yards per catch. That is number one out of all receivers with over 25 catches. He's 10th overall in total Damn. receiving yards this season. 10th overall. But get this. The other nine receivers ahead of him. Nice. The other nine <laughs> receivers ahead of Ayuk. None uh-huh. of them have less than 80 targets on the year. Most of them have 90, closer to 100 targets. Ayuk only oh. has 61 targets on the year. Damn. Yeah. And that 76-yard touchdown this week is the longest receiving touchdown among top wideouts this season. The man's a beast. 
And uh, and you're right. You know, they got Debo. They got Captain America, Christian McCaffrey. They got Kittle. Uh, but it's time to start reframing the narrative around Brandon Ayuk mm. as one of the best wideouts in the NFL. So that's why, for me, this week, he's my real MVP. you the real MVP. Uh, who's your trash? <laughs> who's our trash? <clears throat> it's got to be was- Brandon Staley. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just feel like, bro, y- y- you're a defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. You have a bottom five defense for three years straight. So when a reporter Oof. who has to do it, who's out here just trying to do his job, asks you a question about your defense, which is supposed to be your job, uh, I get that that's frustrating. I really do. But the last thing you should feel entitled to do is to be a dick. I mean, mm-hmm. up there on the podium, telling a grown ass man that he no longer needs to to question your defensive play calling strategy when you've had three years to solve this problem and failed mm. is only convincing the rest of us what we already know. Your seat is hot. Mm-hmm. It just got a lot hotter. Mm-hmm. And most of us feel like it's time for you to go because Brandon Staley, unlike the other Brandon, Mr. Ayuk, if you're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Staley, you fucking trash. You are trash. Man. Well, mm. our periods are completely synced. Mm-hmm. We've been here before. Brandon Staley has got to go. He doesn't pass mm. the coach eye test. And mm. speaking of tests, he's testy with reporters. It's just all coming apart at the seams. The talented Chargers roster had no business losing to the Packers team in the midst of its own identity crisis. Yeah, there were drop passes and missed assignments and whatnot, but that all reflects on the coach. There's no mm. doubt. That Chargers locker room is just waiting for the news that the coach has been fired. I'm sure there's a betting pool. <laughs> that's about who's the interim coach is going to be, if it's going to happen during the season. Put this guy out of his misery because it's evident that Brandon Staley. You are trash! Mm. Yep. My uh, shit got learned mm. is that Justin Fields is auditioning for a future role. Somewhere. Mm. The Bears got exactly what they wanted from a front office standpoint. They got an exciting game for the fans. I'm sure the Soldier Field faithful came out assuming they were in for a shitty Sunday afternoon, but they definitely got a little dose of hope with their Polish sausage. Sausage. (laughs) Polish sausage they were eating. Justin Fields ran for over 100 yards and threw a few impressive passes, which raised his trade stock immensely. All that happened, and they lost the game, which kept them in the pack for another top pick. They have Carolina's pick as well, and they took away uh, it took a way less encouraging L at home against Dallas. Mm. Uh, Carolina, I mean. Mm. Uh, the chips falling like this means all cards are on the table. They can do a full overhaul, including the coach if they want to. They could trade back, get some assets if they want to. They can even take a high quarterback with one of those picks, and then trade Fields for even more assets. So Justin Fields has to kick ass not only to save his job, but maybe to entice other teams to want his services. It looks like the Bears win either way, unless they, like, win, win. (laughs) Then they kind of (laughs) lose. That's an interesting point. Um, Falcons, uh, Falcons Twitter is out here screaming for Justin Fields. Don't do it. 
Falcons fans really want him. That's it. I, I'm not feeling it. Come on, man. I'm not feeling Stop. it. <laughs> Stop uh, we're, our periods are finally out of sync. My shit got learned is something totally different. Uh, it's coming at you from the one and only Skiffstradamus. Uh-oh. A cold take that is only going to get hotter and hotter when the season is over <laughs> and the owners and the owners start meeting to discuss rule changes. Oh yeah. To the recently labeled hip drop tackle. Uh, mm. previously known as a normal tackle that has the ability to cause injury just like every other fucking tackle. Yeah. Um my prediction is that if they do outlaw outlaw this tackle next season, the hip drop tackle will be the next great frustrating nightmare in a long line of nightmares as we ask part-time NFL referees to legislate the danger of a sport that is inherently dangerous by nature. It's not about targeting and concussions. That's not what I'm talking about here because rule changes that have taken place in attempt to protect players' brains was not only a good idea but very easily identified, easy to eliminate, and long overdue. No. I'm talking about the long line of rules, most of which are very subjective. The new roughing the passer rules that make it nearly Mm -hmm. impossible to touch the quarterback. Taunting is another stupid example of a rule that shouldn't exist. I mean, Christ, these guys can't even identify pass interference properly half Mm -hmm. the time. Remember what happened? Exactly. Remember what happened when the league asked the refs to define what is and what is not a catch? (laughs) <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, the hip drop tackle will be just as bad and it will make it, it'll make it virtually impossible for a player to tackle a ball carrier from behind without being accused of intentionally attempting to injure. I, I, I don't I don't understand it. The, the OB, when OBJ got injured uh, by the same player that injured Mark Andrews, got wrapped up took him to the turf, caused Odell to land directly on his shoulder. When a 200 to 300 pound man lands on top of you, your shoulder goes into the ground. There's a better than average chance. It's going to get hurt. Do we outlaw yeah. that tackle as well? We're going to start outlawing tackles that injure shoulders. Look, bottom line is I want players to be safe. I really do, but this is football and there's no way to legislate <clears throat> the prevention of, of injury in a sport that is as violent and physical as football. The game is already completely stacked against the defense. If we keep going mm-hmm. at this rate, we might as well ask these guys on the field to just go out and play non-contact chess. Like it just doesn't, <laughs> I, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like I, 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 and I saw an article this morning that they might, they might actually try to like act quick and outlaw the hip drop tackle now, right now. Stupid, stupid. And, and I get. I never heard I, of that until this year either. You know when we heard it, and this is so typical. The first time we heard of the hip drop tackle is when it happened to Mahomes last year in the playoffs. Mm. Okay. Happens to someone like Mahomes, all of a sudden it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get rid of that thing. It's not Mahomes' fault. I'm not saying that, but I'm just They're saying get rid of interceptions. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Josh Allen will be happy if they get rid of interceptions. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a do-over. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff, man. Mm. Uh, I want to do put some spec first before we do the scariest teams. Okay. Who you put? Oh, let's resync our periods. Okay, resynced. Okay, who you putting spec on? Um, there's a lot of 
defensive player of the year candidates out there. We hear their name names week after week. We hear Bosa. We hear Miles Garrett. We hear TJ Watt. Micah. But, but y'all got to start showing some love to my guy, Deron Bland. This motherfucker mm. is tied with Geno Stone for most interceptions in the league with six. But Bland, four of those picks, he turned them into six, okay? Into the house. <laughs> four pick sixes on the year, which ties an NFL record for most in a single season with plenty of time to go out there and break that shit. He joins Eagles' Eric Allen from 1993 chiefs jim kearney from 1972 and oilers ken hudson from 1971 also had four pick sixes this dude is a 2022 fifth round pick at a fresno state filling in for injured trayvon diggs and i just don't feel like he's getting the attention he deserves i just don't uh this man uh is becoming a star right before our eyes and i believe it is time to put some spec on Deron Bland's name. Put some respect on my name. All right. Uh, I thought we had the same one. I forgot you said you were going to have that guy. Because I have mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito. Tommy D. He's been so disrespected, man. Mm. Football fans all over America were talking that shit about the little wise guy with the short temper from Goodfellas. Mm. No, wait. Mm. It was the other Tommy. We thought the Giants didn't stand a chance. The guy played at what school? He doesn't even throw the ball downfield. There's no way Tommy's going to, oh, Tommy comes out, guns are fucking blazing. Tommy threw for 246 yards, three tutties, and no picks. Mom's going to make him a nice big ziti for Tommy Boy tonight. Mm. And when mm. she scoops Tommy's favorite slice from that pan, which we all know is the corner slice, Mommy DeVito is going to say, put some respect on my name. Mm. <laughs> That's my <laughs> spec. I like uh, it. My scariest team, AFC, believe it or not, after a loss, Chiefs, man. Mm. Mm. Who's your scariest AFC team? I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, yeah. I mean, they're 8-3. and three. They're stacking wins. They're they're sitting at the top of the – I mean, by way of that Chiefs loss, they're now the number one team in the AFC. So. Aren't the Chiefs 8-3 and three too? Mm-mm. Chiefs are seven and three. Ravens are Ooh. eight and three. Oh yeah, they haven't had a bye week. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm going Ravens. All right. Who's your scariest NFC team? Who's our scariest? Period. Sink NFC team. I mean, it's got to be Falcons, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's it's got to be it's got to be the Eagles. I mean, they're right. nine and one. They're they're also stacking wins. You can you can stacking talk about up. how they oh they don't look the way they look last year. It's like yeah, well. They're winning football games. So, yep, that's what, what it comes down to. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for us, man. That was fun. Week 11 mm. in the books. We got our superlatives out there. Yeah. Also, remind, don't forget Thanksgiving, set your fantasy lineups. We got three games on Thanksgiving, one on point. Friday. Uh, yes. We'll be back. We'll be back to talk about those games soon. Yeah, man. We'll be back, man. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be back with predictions later in the week. And uh, just NFL being NFL, man. Y'all take care. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skip Musara. And NFL. Peace. Later, y'all.